Warning, the content in this podcast contains some explicit language which may be offensive to some listeners and may be inappropriate for children. Therefore, the content in this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So, would you fall in love with hip-hop? Right here, what we're going to do is go back. Learn, but you know how like it's stuff you've heard before, exactly. but you need to hear it again to kind of 
like light a fire under you to get started or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was more like that. And they had the um, three breakout sessions. And I supported some black, um, you know, businesses or whatever. Today I'm with the church. And then now I'm with y'all drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> my week has been pretty good. Friday I went out and hung out at the pool hall. And then Saturday I actually got a call that I got some tickets to Hi. Keisha and Monica. How was that? Up. Was it packed? It was actually a pretty good crowd. Oh, and we actually make it so bad, girl. We feel me and Erica feel like VIP. You hear me? They was like, how when you get there? Girl, standing at the door it was a oh, long shit. line. We walked through the door. Ooh, like, ain't that it? And that's nice, ain't it? Right. right. You ain't got to stand in all the And then And we had our little VIP girl. Look, I was like, yeah. I was like, girl. Erica's like, I was like, we didn't have to stand in line. That's what's up, girl. Yes. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so we, and we actually still had really, really good seats. So, good. girl, I was so happy. Did they have seats? Mm-hmm. They have uh-huh. Oh, okay. It's I think some seats. concerts they do assign seats because, like, um, assign seating. Because when I went to Tank concert, they had assigned seating. Is Erica so they had that seats? Yes, yes, because they didn't have seats. They See, had Erica said that. I said that. that you know, she said that Bubble went to a concert there. They stood up. She was like, I seen the video. She was like, I brought my socks in case we. I was like, girl, they got seats because it was on there when you ordered your tickets yeah. and the seats. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, so when we got there, girl, we was like in section B, girl, row eight. We was close. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. Girl, yeah. That's so nice. I was like, girl, Eric was like, oh, they got seats. And she was like, these mounted down. I said, they probably just bring them in here. Yeah. Then, no, they're not mounted because yeah. um, when I went to Kevin Gates and Paul's concert, we had to stand up. Yeah. Oh, so okay. I think we went to Yo Gotti and Yeah, Yo Gotti. Yeah, Gucci. Neither one of them had okay, their gotcha. yeah. So I think it depends on the nature. Because, I mean, concerts like that, you're not going to be sitting down anyway. Exactly. But Keisha Cole, I mean, you you, you, you probably booed up or some shit like that. So exactly. you're going to be sitting down. Girl, but it was nice, though. It was That's real nice. good. I, I saw everybody posting their little live videos, but uh-huh. I was trying to save some money. I was like, let me not uh, spend seventy dollars. I, I told everybody I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to spend seventy dollars for Keisha mm-hmm. Cole, and, and I was so money. happy that I got them free, baby. Because you know, I wanted to go bad. I know. I wanted to go really, really bad, girl. When he called, girl, I was like, yes, yes, ma'am. You like. Need some tickets? I was like, yes, girl. I was like, he was like, bless one of your friends. I was like, Erica, get ready right now. <laughs> but see, I, I mean, you know, with the photo shoot coming up, I gotta still have to figure out my hair. I still haven't exactly. purchased shoes, got new yeah. nails. I have, yeah. you know, expenses. Yeah. And then I'm trying to save this year too. Save that. So I don't yeah. want to just spend like random stuff just randomly, like, like uh-huh. miscellaneous yeah. on miscellaneous. One of my coworkers was like, "Are y'all going?" And I was like, "I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it again." And then I told her, I said, "What hit does has Monica or Keisha Cole had since 2009?" Girl, that I can I stand there and you. sing because I can't sing now. One of the I do love them, but not seventy dollars worth. Girl, who I love them. I love like I love Keisha Cole. I like, do too. Oh, I love her. I love her. I was gonna spend it. I love her. Girl, I, I love, love both her of like them. That. Girl, yeah. so I was so happy, girl. And I seen girl. Monica. Monica's good in concert. I saw her with Trey Songs in uh, Texas before. So yeah. she was good. Tanisha so. asked me to go, but I had already turned down. Like I mean, you. I know you uh-huh. sent the post. I mean, you know, um, asking yeah. if I wanted yeah. to go, and then my coworker. And then she asked, so I was like, no. Nah. I stuck to it. I'm happy I did. Yes. But that little I'm glad I didn't have to pay else. for it. You're, well, yeah, you look. Right. You know, if I didn't have to pay for it, I would have been down there. Man. Right. <laughs> I was so happy. I, I mean, if like, somebody would have been like, you want to go? It's free. I'd have been like, oh, yeah. We going. Yeah. Let's it, go. If it was okay. like $40, I would have did that. But seven, mm-hmm. Like $40, I'm I would have. Like, but $70, I just couldn't find. I couldn't find $70 worth of nothing to say. Like, I just didn't. It just, I couldn't. 
Yeah. Not in myself. I was like, I don't know what seventy dollars exactly. worth of singing music, and I don't even think Keisha Cole can sing. I'm sorry, y'all. I know y'all love no, Keisha Cole. I like you know, her though. I, do. I love Keisha. I don't think Keisha Cole can sing. Back in the day, I think I just didn't, cause you know she was popular and that was what was doing. But when I like listen to her, like fight the pick between her and Monica, Monica can sing. Oh, Monica does sing better than Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole I love Keisha Cole. Girl, Girl, she I was do. my uh, go-to when I was getting like going through my divorce. And uh, so if I play Keisha Cole now, my daughter be like, what are you going through? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I ain't going through nothing. I used like, to listen to Keisha Cole all just, That I was like my her. CD, girl. Yeah. Like all them songs, them first CD songs that she sang. Girl, I was like, baby. Erica was like, that one was like, she's serious. No, girl. no, I like I, you complete me. I love that song for some reason. Girl, I like my own. Girl, I, I mean, I'm like, I love yes. them all, but Erica like, was like, song. I said, girl, you know, I love Keisha Erica. I still I love, love, love I would have been a thing. You complete me. <laughs> Girl, I'm telling you. So, yeah, no, I would have just, I don't know, because I would have been so skeptical of Keisha Cole and her singing li- on live music. Yeah, it was that with us, man. And Monica like, was beautiful. I, I mean, but I'm sure that everybody short. probably made yeah. it. The environment probably made it good, too. Yeah. You know, so. it was a lot of, you know, oh, you know, our crowd, you know, our age limit up there, you know, what they right. mean. Everybody had maybe if you was with your homegirl, if you was with your husband. You know, so right. it, it made it cool. Girl, it was oh, cool. It was really up. cool. You know, I, I um, got me that's some Blue Moon last night and edited the podcast early so I could get up and go to church this Where morning. Did you I went to um, Walmart. They I had thought it. You, you were supposed to get some Carlo Lassie. I was until I saw that Blue Moon. You, you know, know, Blue Moon is my thing. Mm. Yeah, I can't so, stand for it. Oh, and that's the only beer I can drink like that, but I love it. That, that is a beer. It, I mean, considered a beer, but that's not beer. That's beer. what I, I had one last night before I went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, I was, she called me about the wine, mm-hmm. and I'll drink mm-hmm. beer. It's like if somebody, like if I'm at a gathering mm-hmm. and that's all they have, and you know, I'll drink a beer, but for the most part, I'm not drinking it. Girl. But I'll drink it if it's if it's the only thing about it's it. So, I drink it so much that uh, me and uh, what's the name went to the liquor store, mm-hmm. and he was like, So, do you want me to get you some Blue Moon? Oh, he went shit. in because he was I'm at the liquor store. He was like, <laughs> I mean, but that's like, I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like, if I can drink, like I'll drink Blue Moon and take shots. Like, if for holding a drink, you if you see me holding a drink, it's usually a Blue Moon and a shot. I can do that. But mm-hmm. I don't really like like fruity drinks. So not so not such a that classy look in the club so much. Not so classy, you know. Y'all yeah. think I'm the bougie one, and I yeah. like beer. So, okay, <laughs> so, here's our we go. Speaking of bougie, yeah. Um, I was having a conversation with my daughter, and she said, "What are y'all talking about tomorrow on tomorrow's episode?" And I said, "Well, hood niggas versus good niggas." So she said, "Well, I think Mika have experience in that area," and she <laughs> said. <laughs> <laughs> Then she said, Capri, not so much. She's bougie. She's the bougiest one out of y'all. And I said, girl, Capri ain't as bougie as you think. <laughs> exactly, okay. I love me some little niggas. All the hoes jack, jack, beat steady, knack, knack. Middle of the state, got the whole club rocking. Rock, nigga, you can hate, but your bitch steady watching. Watch, bitch, you can't do it on the dick, she popping. We bottle popping, you cock blocking. Black. Told the girl you rap, bitch, a CD flopping. Black. Say you getting money, man, we ain't seen nothing. No, your girl is persistent, she ain't stopping. Man, she said she want a hood nigga. So, speaking of, we are talking about hood niggas versus good niggas. I mean, what is it? So what so, is a hood nigga? Exactly. What is a hood? Because I think my hood would probably be different than a lot of people's. You know what I'm saying? So what would y'all consider a hood nigga? 
I, I wouldn't say what I consider, but I think what people consider hood niggas, people who like hustlers, they don't have a job, like they kind of out in the streets, um, a part of a gang. But I mean, is it a part of all that or is it a demeanor? It's a demeanor. I, I think, think it's, I a don't demeanor. Mean, it's a demeanor. It don't necessarily mean because that. you could be. You can have a job. That's what I was just gonna say. Yeah, you can have a job, be going to a nine to five, and be doing all the right things, and still have like be that good at heart mentality. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. That hood yes, ma'am. Okay, so, but I think that demeanor comes from your upbringing. I think it you could. get it from like your surroundings, your upbringing. You could be a nigga that's got like you know you got a job you. Got a car, you got a house, you keep your shit together, but you grew up in the hood, so you got hood mentality. Exactly. So you you know what it's like. You down to earth, you down to earth the shit. You ain't got this high bougie ass demeanor about life. Like I think that that's probably why we kind of like hood niggas though, because they stand their ground. See, people say hood niggas. I wouldn't like a hood nigga. Some people may consider because I wouldn't date a guy with braids in his hair and. The dickies with the milk. You so know, you trying to never, say you never did? No. Heck, heck no. You've never? <laughs> no. I'm trying to think. Like, I want a demeanor as far as he can, he gonna be. I'm not gonna say that I'm not used to hood. My husband hood. But no. Like, if you're gonna dress, like, I, you have to be able to dress a certain way. Like, I'm okay with you wearing your jeans and your sweatshirt and your Air Force Ones or your Air Max. But baby, you're not gonna put no, because I'm too classy and I need you to be able to be... Flip Even flop. when you were when you were younger, when I was younger, like I'm not talking I, about grown woman. No, my thing is do do your preference change because I think is it a, is it an age of maturity thing? I think like when you're younger, it's kind of like I want a hood dude, but I think sometimes like when you get older, it's like I want a good dude. Like when I was like in the ninth grade, I remember like talking to uh, a guy, you know, when I was really young, and he used to work. But after I stopped talking to him, no, it, it wasn't no guy that I messed with really wore. Well, no, Dickies. Jeff used to wear dickies. Like, you know, but it wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. So, I got, I love hood niggas. So, like, if y'all was like, Meek Mill is trying to holler at you, I'm a holler. But he not, he don't if, look as hood as and he No, he though. don't, but if he looked as hood back in the day, back in the day, I might have hollered at him when no. I was younger. I don't like back in the day, Meek. I like now, Meek. Girl, I like Meek, all Meek. Meek now is sexy to me. I like all See, Meek. he ain't sexy to me. But then, like, then I look at, like, Dave East. But you know what? Who in his that's in the industry that's sexy to me, they got her, well, used to have her and all that. Uh, Jim Jones, baby. That's my <laughs> girlish. That's Girl. my type of... Jim Jones. I like him. I like him hood. Now, I, like T.I. T.I. is what kind of hood nigga I want. Yeah. T.I. can flip it and he can be that <laughs> hood and then he gonna turn around and put on that uh that Bill Cosby sweater, baby. Because but my, he got that demeanor, though. Right. Like but he, it's a hood demeanor. It's like I take care of business. I ain't gonna bullshit. And that's what kind of hood he, nigga I like. he got that demeanor, like... like so, that's what kind of hood nigga I like. I mean, I've... I've progressed over the years in my hood nigga. But I was the one who would talk to the nigga with the braids, with the hoodies, with the See, And it wasn't because I think at some point I never really took into consideration like I always felt like we was young, so you know, we'll grow out of that shit, you know? Um this is just the shit we doing when we younger, you know? And as I've gotten older, I need you to have a hood mentality with like a business professional. I need you to have like gone through some shit in your life. And be able to But what about like is it a maturity thing though? Because a person that's twenty years old is not gonna be like that. But you can meet somebody right now at the age of 
the age we are now, and they still have like the like hood demeanor, but they're more professional because exactly. because they've been, like. they've been through some stuff. They're, right. they're not on that kid shit. They're not right. on banking and all that stuff. Right. They husbands, their husbands, they got kids, good husbands. good husbands. You know what I mean? Yes. So yeah. the hood demeanor, you know, yeah, you know, I think it's just different how everybody look at it. I so, think people think when they think hood niggas, they think niggas that ain't got shit, niggas that ain't taking exactly. care of their kids, hustling, that's niggas that's out here hustling on a regular basis. switch you like me yeah i need you to have that hood in you in you like for so, real in you so tanisha because y'all know i have hood in me even though i don't really see exactly because like you know i'm in a professional world or whatever so um you know when old girl came to my house that day um you know my hood switch flipped on and my exactly. daughter was like oh my god i don't know who this person is like who <laughs> is this person so anyway um it was funny because i was talking to tanisha and i said you know on the last podcast i was talking about you about the um you know my friend and keeping me out all night and we went to a dude's house and she was like yeah she was like remember that night we ended up getting into it with some girls and she was like and you jumped out the car and was like is it gonna be one she was like at that point she said i knew you wrote for me nigga that's what I, said. <laughs> I was like i said i don't even remember that but she was like i knew you was bad about it at that point okay. i was like she said you was hood and shit i was like i don't even remember that but I'm, the, don't bo- take, I'm yeah. the bougie friend that you take to, to Vegas with you that if a bitch pour a drink on you, we gonna handle that bitch before the night is over. Okay. That's who I am. And that's why I need somebody on my arm the same way because I'm gonna need the man on the side of me. Like they didn't uh pushed us and we didn't and he didn't say sorry, sir. We're gonna go ahead and move on the other side. I'm gonna need that not to ever happen where I feel like that I gotta maybe even take up for you in the okay, situation. Okay, so let me let me tell you, I think what I really like, I'm going to tell you what I what turns me on. And people be like, I like a nigga that can, they don't, I don't intimidate you. Oh, My man. personality, I need a man. Let me say that. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to say that. Yeah. I need a man that's going to, when I'm there, I don't have no concerns, no issues, no problems. I feel protected. I don't have to worry about you. I'm not trying to figure out how I'm going to take up for you. And I don't intimidate you. So you don't think they can be a good man and do the same thing, though? I can't I mean, a hood man not be a good man? Yes, they can, very much so. Yeah, a hood man can be a good man. So, okay, I'm going to tell y'all what my thing was. So, growing up, you know, I grew, feel like I grew up in the hood. It was the hood. I ain't going to say feel like. It was the hood. 
And I felt like I had hood brothers and I didn't like their lifestyles. And so I used to always say, when I get older, I'm not going to date anybody like them. I don't want nobody who's sagging, who's selling drugs, and who high all the time. I don't want anybody like that. So when I met my husband, he was like totally opposite, and he had never been through anything. And my brother's like, where'd you get this nigga from? <laughs> <laughs> Where, what rock did you dig him out of? Yeah, but it was like, I mean, no disrespect, but it's like, I don't want anybody like y'all because it's just, I mean... I got tired of going to prisons and visiting them and y'all going to jail and police coming. And so I just wanted to be with somebody that I felt comfortable with. That if the police came to my house, I knew that they were not coming for you. You know, they come and they, they exactly. at the wrong house if they coming over here. That's how I felt. But as my brothers got older, it they changed my perspective. Like, just because you grew up in that situation and you were that way when you were younger doesn't mean that when you get older, you can't be a different person. They, and they, are, stay, one, yes. they are wonderful husbands to their wives. They love their wives. And so it's like, I know that a, a hood nigga can be a great nigga. I mean, I hate to say nigga, but a man. Yeah. A, you know, a hood man can be a great man. So it's it's really like a stereotype. I think it is a stereotype because, I mean, again, my husband is a hood nigga. And I think what turned me on about him because he stood his ground and I did. Because maybe because I was so independent and he was so independent, he wasn't looking for me to do nothing for him. And I didn't need him to do nothing for me. You know what I'm saying? He stood his ground and he knew as a man, yeah, you know, he might have, you know, been in the streets. But he knew as a man, like, he was going to take her as family. Like, I never had to worry about nothing, like, with him. Like what? Like oh my God! What is we gonna do if this happened? I knew as a man that he was gonna take her as family, and maybe as far as that everybody. And when I was growing up, people used to be like, "Me, he's like the good guys used to approach me, and they used to be like, I don't even know why I talk to you because you like them hood, you know, them hood. Because I'd be like, why would you, you know? But that's what I always what I was drawn to. So why do y'all think women like hood dudes though? Because um, I. I like the other, the nice guys that used to try to talk to me, I feel like I could always run over. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I got a... What kind alpha of person? personality. There you go. I got an alpha personality, and I think that yeah. I need somebody that's going to be like... You need an alpha male. I need an alpha male that's so going to be like... So are you saying the good men are not alpha males? Are you saying only hood dudes are I'm not saying males? that, but I'm saying the good men that I've ran across, I know for a fact that I could, like be like be that one that run in and be like shut up go on and sit down instead of a man me saying like I say shut up I don't want to hear that motherfucking shit today and he say no you shut the fuck up you know what I be like oh you need that man I need that man <laughs> see and my thing is I, I think I just it's not necessarily so much a hood dude or like a hood man I need somebody who again I don't intimidate because I have drive and my personality is big and I need you to be able to just be like to be in a room and be comfortable and not have a not have a, a mind like I don't bother you if I cut somebody out in the middle of the, of the grocery store because you probably cussing them out before I cuss them out because you recognize they disrespected us and we don't have no you know I need okay. to be able to and you not like, be embarrassed right and you're not embarrassed and you don't feel like oh my gosh what did she just so I think good? that's the misconception is that yes. um, when they label good dudes like you can run over them and that's not necessarily the case or hood dudes you cannot you can't run over them right but it's just I think a woman just in general I think dudes be like oh nobody wants the good guy it's not that we don't want the good guys. We don't want somebody we can run over or somebody else that can run, run over you. We want to be able to feel protected. And yes. if I don't feel protected with you, what are we doing? Exactly. And it's not even it's and all of that take into consideration all of that, but also put it in this in this mode. Like I need you to be able to be because in every situation, I need you to be able to fill out things, but I need you to be a real man. 
Like I know, I know that that sounds weird, but if I hear a sound and you hear a sound and we both quivering over in the side, like what are we supposed to do? Because I'm gonna be mad at you. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, wait, hold on. They want to be like, are you for real? Like seriously, yes. what are we doing here? Oh, you gotta go. Are, are you jumping? Like yes. you jumping as hard as I'm jumping? I need you to jump harder than I jumped and get up and get shit to handle. That's just yeah. the man. That's still a that's still like a stereotype. Because, yeah, you know, because a hood dude could be in the corner quivering. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I mean, he, he, he in the street. I'm gonna get up. <laughs> no, listen. He in the street. Cause I wish nigga would. If I meet this there's somebody at the door, and you like nigga, what? Why are you in this? corner with me okay. why are you over here with me like you supposed exactly. to be at the door like, I'm gonna need right. you to be like you know God I'm saying back I got yeah, it I'm gonna take yeah. her I'm gonna okay take so that is are we saying okay so I know we talking stereotypes and stuff but we can say that there are some things that hood niggas got that good niggas don't have which is what and we talk about sex we talk about <laughs> sex <laughs> and that's I, even that goes even to the hustling nigga on the corner some of them got good dick I think they just gotta have hood in them because you know, they can be a good. But listen, they can be a good nigga and still have some, let, let's you know, some fire. They can. Some good men have some fire. Yeah. There's some good men that got some fire, but I think we want to be, you know, I, you know, I kind of want. I kind of want you to yank me down at the back of my legs. So y'all, y'all both talking, so I gotta hear this clearly. So tell me, what is it about a hood dude? What do a hood dude do to you? Uh-huh. Sexually. Sexually? Oh, yeah, they put it down. Well, see, the other thing about hood, hood dudes is I think they they confident. If you're a real good hood dude, and you're still a good dude, because you can still be a good dude, but there's this air of confidence that they bring with them into the bedroom that, like, you don't get from the average Joe. Like, you don't get Blow that. Joe. Like, yeah. you don't get that from the average Joe. And you can tell the difference. I don't care the suit tie wearing Devin at the Devin Tower who exactly. get up every day and fucking white girls versus the Daquan who been fucking black girls all his life. <laughs> <laughs> he he putting it down and I done had hood niggas make you look at they hold on look you be looking at their situation and scratching your head like okay I know I shouldn't be here. So he can have a little majority all around it.
And, and I'm looking at like his whole, like his outfit. Like exactly. he got this do rag on. So when I finally go over there, I said, Are you Dominic's little friend? That's what I said. <laughs> Are you little friend? And he was like, Yeah, I'm so, I don't even remember the dude's name or whatever. But I had it, but I, I can see like as a parent how you would have an issue with your kid dating someone that looks like that. Oh, yeah. I don't know the type of man he is, but I'm just saying, like, why are you in public with this yellow do rag on? Well, I, I don't even know what his fuck, but it's just, he didn't even look the part to me. Like, I'm like. Like, our parents used to look at the guys we just probably like, dated. Yes. I can understand. Yes, yeah. Because my, my mama was the same way. Aunt, like, she, girl, she went pretty But y'all gotta think, I can be understand. real. When you was younger, and even to this day, if he hood, quote unquote, hood, they show a lot of interest. But what are, what is hood though? Like, so if they come from. Is it the background? I think, I think it, it is background. more of the background because, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, people we grew up with, east side, north side, you know what I'm saying? They ain't necessarily got to be out here just gang affiliated or, you know what I'm saying, robbing folks and stuff like oh, that. No. That don't necessarily mean they hood. You know, it's just the, I think they demeanor. Like, they didn't been it's through their some, background. They can, me yeah. and you didn't been through some things where we can relate. And maybe that's why I I'm, never dated a good guy because I'm yeah. I feel like, you know, I, if I tell you that I, I didn't, my parents been crackheads out, and I don't want you to judge me because of uh, that good That's guy what I may, to tell you. you know, judge me. But I want to be able to tell you, like, you know, my parents been in the streets all my life and shit. We didn't went without water, and we didn't went without electric. And he looking That's like it. what? That's it right there. It's, I need you to be able to relate to me. They're in humble. My struggle. They're humble. They're, hum- they're yeah. more humble, and they're they're more humble than they they can relate to you. They can relate because of, uh, we didn't have lights. We, yes. I mean, and my mama wasn't wasn't on drugs or anything. She just didn't make a lot of money, and it, yes. it was and we didn't have food. And, and if you ain't never been through that, how can me right. you, how can me and you even have a conversation? Right. I relate and so and you don't and you don't know. judge me so that's the other thing that I've learned in just because I've dated ex- both extremes is you get dudes who have never been through nothing so they lived in Edmond they mom exactly. and daddy have prominent houses they got all these cars and stuff and so when you start talking about your struggle and the things you've been through then they look at you like it's something wrong with you exactly or they come at you I remember when I first had Anaya it was that look down on oh my gosh you 20 years old with a baby oh you oh my gosh I can't believe or or they come to your house and they looking around like Wait, you got something like exactly? Like, what do you mean? Like, it's just it's a it's an automatic judgment that comes from that. It is, and I think that it does make you more comfortable when you can be around somebody who's been through some shit, who can humble themselves, who you we the same age and we can talk about life and we can really talk about like what police profiling looks like and exactly. we can erase your profiling looks like and we can have the discussions about shit maybe one night you was arrested like I, I mean you know we can have them discussions and this shit that we just putting out on the table and we don't have and we see eye to eye about right. it so, or versus somebody that didn't see eye to eye I'm like you know did you see that racial problem they were like well I think that <laughs> so, uh, so now you that know. you say that it's really not a preference of a hood nigga because they're hood versus good nigga it's really who you um, who you what you have in common which we relate and who to you, who you relate who to who you relate to who yeah. comfortable with people say so, that but yeah. yeah and so that's why like when we talk i mean whenever we used to go out i wasn't necessarily comfortable in her environments with the dudes that i feel like never been through nothing yes. like like y'all all think, dressed up and y'all but i think you're st- i think that there's a stereotype that because they it dress is. up it that is. they've never been through anything because again like i said i have met a lot of guys who dress nice who are busy who wear business attire who are really good good friends with me and they've been through shit no, like I'm, you know it is a stereotype, yeah, is a stereotype. But that's just how i was feeling at the time is because that's not what i was used to i'm not used to people running around in suits going to clubs and suits and shit like that like 
put on your white tee yeah. and your jeans. Not necessarily sagging, but you know, just be more relaxed and comfortable. That's and what even I if you don't, to. because you know, shit, I changed my husband's whole attire. He hood. You you could see me and him, and he. I'm gonna put my baby on a button down. You hear me with a blazer, some jeans, and some yeah. Force One. He's still gonna be even the hood person I was talking to. He changed his dress code. Yes, he he was kind of like in baggy stuff, and then you know he changed. They just need that woman. Him, you hear me? Yeah, where he was in more fitted stuff, but his demeanor was. <laughs> Long as you open up to be yeah. like you know where we can go out and we can be, I can take you to my job, my company yeah. <laughs> party. Versus, you know, we still go to the plum tree. Like, I mean, but I need you to be diverse. So I need you to be the kind of guy that, like I said, we can chill, we can hang out, we can blow, we can drink, okay. we can relate, we can fuck, oh, and it goes you, down. <laughs> <laughs> and we fuck, we can fuck, and it goes down in the bedroom. And then when we come up out of this bedroom, we can go to this business meeting, and we can also go to the plum tree. I need you to be all all ranges. All around. I need you to be an all around kind of person. And I think I'm when I used to, because I used to think, oh, okay, well, maybe it's the kind of guys I'm picking, you know. And then I started going to the other side of, let me pick this guy. Mm-hmm. And then I would be like, hell no, I can't do this. Like, you too, you bougie. <laughs> okay. And you looking at me and I intimidate you. Like, and I speak up or I say something to you and, oh, my gosh, you want me to sit in a corner and shut up and be your Barbie doll. I can't do that because that's just not who I am. And most of, most of the good guys I know probably take me as being more intimidating, you know, because I'm going to say what I feel. I probably sometimes got that tone where it may not come off right to you. So you feel like some type of way that I'm coming at you, like, you know, being like, damn, you know, yeah. disrespect. But, you know, I need somebody that's going to be able to relate. You know, if I say something, you don't really take it out personal. But they have a preference, too, though. Yeah. Like, certain guys that I see, they have a preference. And it's not me. It's more of, like, to me, it seems like that Edmund, Santa Fe, like them type of women. But it depends on what you got on. You know, where we at. Because if we go to somewhere in Edmond, we go to somewhere Capri want to go to and hang out. And we got our dresses on and stuff like that. <laughs> they ain't going to see you no different type of way. Because I didn't have plenty of I mean, I know. But what about when they start getting to know you and talk to you? Then that's where they that's, start. That's, 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 that's what I'm when saying. we don't relate to We don't other. relate. We Once we get to talking, they see me out initially. Because I, I could... I pull off that class. I'm not role. talking about initial. I'm talking about. I know. I'm saying once you get into it. But what I'm saying is, I think it depends on the person because I've met both in those kind. Of, like for I'm, me, the, my biggest thing it, it's not necessarily like I don't like dudes that are like a little rougher. Let me say that. Not Colin Hood, but they rough. For me, I'm not. I just. I have come to the conclusion that baby mamas ain't for me. I can't be out here fucking with people who got about 15 baby mamas and they got about 15 different kids and you don't know what direction you want to go in because, again, maybe I am a little bougier in that space because I don't bougie, really it's want... It's grown. Right. Like, I don't want that. I don't want that kind of shit in my life. But like, good, I'm but good. I like can have that too. I, and a good nigga can have, like, I can have a good man yeah, who true. got a baby mama who knows how to handle his situation, who's dealing with his stuff, who takes care of his kids. My thing is, I'm not dealt with, like, I, I just, I'm really particular about who I let in my space. And I would prefer for you to have a nine to five, um, no kids, 
I'm not going to lie. Let's speak that into my life because I really don't want to deal with nobody else's baby mama. I don't care how many people say it. It's, there's some level of drama that comes to somebody else's baby mama no matter who you are. I'm sure that people feel like there's some level of drama that come with us. Even though I give zero drama. I don't know what his perspective is and what he's telling her and what conversations they having over there. So, so there is some level of drama that comes with a baby mama. Now I need you to be cool like me because if you cool like me, then we're going to get along real good. I'm going to see, we're going to see your kids. But I have not run into that. So I've run into shit like, oh, she won't let me see my kid or they calling the police on us. I can't do that. You busting out my car, my windows and shit and you turn up my shit like are you stocking my house? Like I just can't. There's just a level of shit I can't deal with. And hopefully so at this age you shouldn't. That's be what I'm And I don't want to have to. I don't know that. if I've ever really deal with baby mama drama. Even That's messing with a hood. Even messing with a hood dude. I don't know if I've necessarily deal with baby. I know she probably didn't care for me, and that was fine because the mutual the feeling was mutual. You know what I'm saying? Because as a woman. You, you can say all you want to. Maybe I, you know, that's that good chick versus hood chick. Because I feel like as a woman, I wouldn't carry myself like you no way. So you ain't even on my level. So right. I can care less if you talk to me or not. And I evidently I intimidate you for some type of reason. But as long as he was handling the business, we ain't never had to have no baby mama drama because I ain't got no problems with you. You know what I'm, I'm going to pick up. We're going to pick up. I step kids and we're going to keep it pushing. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? If you got something to say, I'm more than willing to talk to you about it like a lady. And then if I got to step out my character and be a little hood, it can come to that as well. In heels and all. You know, but my thing is I ain't never really had to deal with baby mama drama. I have and I can't. And I just, and I've drawn the line to that. So for me, like, yeah, no, but I don't want extreme Edmund Santa Fe um, I mean, granted, you know, Floyd was from Edmund, you know, and but he had a little hood in him, you know, so there were times that like, I mean, but that's the thing, like, that's what I'm saying, like, so I've gone to spaces and met men who were in those spaces because... A lot like me, we don't we ain't trying to be in the in the plum tree every weekend. I mean, I know I that's my friend's spot, you know she love it, but I'm not trying to be in there every weekend. I can't do the chick because I mean another thing is I'm a high head, so if you push me or you hit me or you run into me or you we gonna be fighting, and I'm more than likely probably gonna be fighting in plum tree if you if you run into me, you know. But that's my thing, and my family's in there fighting every other weekend. I just it's just certain things that I've just decided that See, I have to plum, separate myself. Plum tree is from. okay to me. It's, it's good to me. It's too. Oh, I mean, but you know that would be my first preference. You know, when my husband used to be like he going to plum tree, I'd be like, oh, I'll go with you on some of those special occasions. Uh, you know, I'm not really the plum tree type. You know what I'm saying? My thing was back in the day, Casanova rays, you know, stuff You're like that. Casanova, I'm more, man, and, and, but look, look, Casanova. How long, look how long it's been since I went out though, like on a regular basis. But you know, that's my go like plum tree is my go to. For one, it's down the street. For two, I don't have to dress up. And, you know, I don't really like just dressing up, dressing up or whatever. So, it's kind of like, you know, just going. But, you but, know, I like to dress up. And when I go on Plum Tree, I feel so awkward. I'm yeah, like, look at me. I'm all in my heels. And all these girls. Oh, I mean, I'll be in tennis shoes or some flat boots or whatever. I'm always, I'm I always outdress the folks at the Plum Tree. I, I, that's, I should be like, why you? You just look like you so. I, I'm hella uncomfortable because, like, the thing is, usually I have to compromise. So, I'm like, well, let's go here first. And then we can go to Plum Tree afterwards. And I just dress a certain kind of way. Like, I'm not... I, I, I ain't putting on my tennis shoes. To, I just... Yeah. That ain't But we me. do have to compromise. Because like we said before in another podcast, I don't necessarily like the places that she go. She don't like the Plum Tree. And so it's... And it's because, you know, probably how I grew up versus how she grew up. But it's like... And you're going to be in there, people, again, that we relate to. Now, I, I, I don't want I anybody. like to relate. Let me clear this up. 
I don't want now now man in a plum tree. <laughs> I just like I like the environment. I like the, the people. music. I like the music. Yeah. I like the drinks and and then people be on the dance floor and they don't give a shit. Like who looking? They be looking like. But then it's more the people that I can relate to though. Exactly. They're yeah. not. You know what I'm saying? But That's, then I'm gonna the, get for the people me. that are my classmates. You right. Know and I get that. For, yeah. So for me, like growing up, like I mean, I know Dante think I just had this big bougie background no i still went to millwood granted i know folks think millwood is bougie i hated them people too and they can listen to this shit and i'll tell you to your face i did not like millwood people but um because <laughs> i didn't like their bouginess but at the end of the day like for me when i came out of high school my goal was my mindset was to change my entire environment i didn't want to be around all black people i don't like the way that sometimes the drama just gets over and abundant and i don't mind being around our people if you know how to act like i don't want to go to the club and be having a run and trying to figure out See, how i'm looking and y'all all fighting over the corner you're throing drinks at each other like and i don't want to have tree, to deal with tree, that i don't feel like plum tree does that every now and, and then every now and then they do every and i think and that's, 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 that's anywhere. anywhere but i've learned that it's anywhere that's and i anywhere. learned that you can yes. have that at any place in any space or whatever but again like i said you didn't want me in places and them drunk irate white guy is in there well i mean but most of them yeah. aren't but i mean i'm just saying but we it's still a lot of black people in those in the spaces that dante talks about they just dress yeah. up like i like to dress up i like to get up and look good i like to put on my heels and my cute dress and i like to go I, out and put I on my makeup and I mean, not necessarily doing that, but I'm just saying, like, I don't want to have to, I don't want to wear a t-shirt and jeans to everything. Like, I mean, I've gotten to that space. I mean, I've gotten to that space where I'm comfortable doing it now, so we can do that now. Like, if we just go out and I got on my combat boots and we got on my jeans and my t-shirt, I'm fine with that now. But... As when I was like in my twenties, like I wanted to be bad bitch. I wanted to be in my little cute, cute little mini dress, mini skirt, and my heels. And I didn't fit in places like the plum tree. People used to walk up to me and be like, "You don't belong here." They uh, walk up to me and tell me, "Oh, yeah, I'm the same thing." They too. be like, "What are you doing here?" I'm like, "What do you mean? What am I doing?" Yeah, here? they say the same thing. And I, and I open my mouth and say, "Hi." Did I see the gold in my mouth? And they're like, "Oh, yes, she does." <laughs> you know what I told Dominique today because I was talking. But I seen him in today at church and he had like this little gold crown and I was like, that is so cute. And so I told Dominique, I said, I think I want a gold crown way back here. And so that way, the only time you see it is when I smell. She was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) But I've been wanting it for years. But I I want a grill. Like, I I want a grill. Like, I want a bottom grill. See, and I used to have a bottom. Remember I used to have my bottom grill? But you know, I don't know. When I... I don't know if it's like hoodness or whatever, but it's you know, not. once once I got older, you know, and I was like, you know, I want a gold, so I went and got my gold, you know, and I've been having about seventeen years. Well, you know, so. Girl, my grandparents, to, both of them got yeah. gold exactly. crowns. And that's the thing. I was supposed to get one with me. I went with yeah, Mika, but I got one. a tattoo on my neck, and the tattoo yeah. on my neck was so painful. I was like, nobody is touching me. Yeah. Like but my mom had it in her dentures. My grandparents got it in my her dentures. My grandma definitely did. Everybody oh, had it. Yes. So I was like, I want the... And my brother, all my brothers yes. had gold, except for my oldest brother. But I was... It was like... I was, was like, like, I want an open face on, girl. I got one. And I was like, nah, that got a, got a match on both sides. <laughs> I get a lot of guys, that, even the good guys, that come up to me like, that's cute. You know, I never really seen a woman that I would think. That I'd be like, gold in a mouth, cute. And I'd be like, yeah. okay. So but yes. I, I wanted it like way back there to where you really... You couldn't see when I talked Just normal. Now. Yeah. But if I smelled enough, then you, you can, can see, see it. Like exactly. a little accent or whatever back there. So. I mean, so I said, like, I don't know. I just, mm, I like, I like the, I like the bougie clubs. I do have fun in them. 
I do meet guys that um, sometimes make me say, okay, I can deal with him. And then sometimes I'm like, eh, I'm good. Um, but yeah, I think that dudes do have a preference. I do think that sometimes I don't fit the preference because my mouth is really big. <laughs> exactly. And what you say. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I know that guys, like good guys, you know, you open your mouth and they're like, oh, because you have you know, to, you too opinionated. I've been told this so exactly. many times that I'm too opinionated, that I'm too boisterous. I've had a PC North guy come up and say, or tell somebody I was ghetto or whatever. I mean, I'll be whatever you feel like in that moment. In that moment, I am very outspoken, um, and you do have to be a man who is confident in himself. For me not to intimidate you. Because, I mean, my current situation, I don't intimidate him whatsoever. I can say damn near anything. And it don't intimidate him whatsoever. But I also feel comfortable that if we have an issue, I can sit back and watch him, which it turns me the hell on. I can sit back and watch him handle that issue when I have an issue. And I have a sense of of concern about whether or not he appropriately handled that situation. Exactly. And that's how I always felt. I just need you to be there. I just need you to be that man. And however in that space it looks, you can put hood guy, good guy around it. I need you to be that man. And I need to feel confident. Like when I'm standing beside you, I know that I'm okay. That we okay. Right. That we it, okay. Right. That you got it. That the one that if the if the somebody push me, that you gonna step in and have it and, and have it. Then I'm not gonna have to stop and look at you and say, Well, what where the fuck was you at? Now something about them hood niggas, I'm gonna tell y'all one time. So what time we went out, right? <laughs> girl, so we had this uh I think we was at KD's, matter of fact, girl. Mm-hmm. And it might have been a it was a date night, you know. I think uh, me and my husband and then one of his uh guy friends and her, you know, female. Girl, this is how them, them hood niggas kinda get no matter where they at. I don't care if they got a sweater or nothing on, okay? <laughs> so we I think it was Valentine's Day. I think we went out to eat, girl down at KD's, and some guy Girl, like, I'm sitting there, and me and the girl gets up to go to the bathroom, but some guy was, like, really, like, stern. You know how, like, a guy, like, follow you all the way kind of to the bathroom? And, girl, when we came back out, I guess the guy must have followed us all the way with his eyes, you know, to sit back down. So my husband, girl, was like, girl, patted on him, was like, hey, what's up? So, I mean, did you think my wife looked good? I mean, what you know... (laughs) Like, I, mean, I, I was like, I was sitting there. What could you say? He was like, because I mean, you eyed her from the time she went in the bathroom to the time she sat down till she came out the bathroom and she sat down. He was like, so I'm just trying to figure out. You know what I'm saying? Did, did you? Do you think my wife look good? Girl, I was sitting there. I was like, don't do that. You know, some men actually like for other men to look at their woman. Girl, they view that as like. And I would, that's what I, I said, what does it matter? Yeah, yeah. I think that would be like, you know, that's what's As long as you're not entertaining. Yeah, he didn't did that in a grocery store. I told him I'm not going to the grocery store with you no more. <laughs> but see, like, I don't, I don't, I don't like, want drama. Like, I want you to be appropriate. But he'd be like, he like, say, like, like it's disrespectful. Like, like, it's a way that you can glance at somebody and be like, discreet, discreet about it. He was like, that nigga wasn't discreet whatsoever. I, everything like, that he did was disrespectful. Yeah. He was just like, and I'm not, I'm not with that disrespect shit. You know, he was like, every, it wasn't nothing about what he did like a subtle move like you know he didn't just kind of like look and kind of glance off he was like uh uh-uh, uh no ma'am no ma'am <laughs> and that hood just creeped on out like he didn't say you know he wasn't fighting but he was just like hey so maybe when we, so maybe when we say a hood nigga versus good nigga and we say a good nigga what we need is a good nigga who got that hood in him that's what I need that can come out whenever we need the hood to come on out I, yes. I still need you to be professional but I, I mean, but is that being hood though, or is that just being a man? 
um, coming out with with that coming out because I think it is a stereotype that is hood. Yeah, I, I think, think it's it's hood, hood, but it's not it's just being a man, I right? Think but it's the same with us. Like I think people think we're hood if you too boisterous or you too loud or you <clears throat> you speak up too much exactly. or it's not necessarily being hood. I think it's just being protective of your family or, or, or if a, you're a woman who is outspoken just in general like yeah. you don't take no shit and you outspoken oh she ghetto she right. like, exactly. oh, she this she that and it's not she's just an outspoken woman but, yeah, it's not that, but it's not that she's necessarily a ghetto woman because she's outspoken like what is that right I think it's just a stereotype that people have made in regards to black people because it, it makes me mad like when I um, just when I'm talking to just different people of different races or whatever and they'll be like, oh, that was ghetto. Or, oh, yeah, I mean, we, I mean, I used to live in that area, but then it started getting ghetto. And, you know, to keep my professionalism, I don't ask, but I'll be wanting to ask, what makes it ghetto? Is it because, yeah, like, black, like, black people, people is moving into that area? Like, what makes it ghetto? And you or, should ask. Or is it because I listen to rap music, um, I speak out, I speak my mind, I don't have a problem, you know. Exactly. But I get up and go to work every day, I take care of my kids. When you come in my house, you can look around and see that we live in really, you know, we live nice. Like, I'm not hood. Like, we're not whatever ghetto you want to call. But is it because of the personality that intimidates you that makes it ghetto? Because is it... Right. Because it's, it's like, I mean, even like I was saying earlier... Yeah, I mean, I you know, I know how to be professional in a professional environment, but if somebody was to run up on me, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, bitch, what's up? Like, right. But it's that ghetto, or is it just, am I protecting myself? Like, I'm just protecting it? myself. I'm protecting myself. I mean, like, I'm not, not going to be somebody. Yeah. Yeah, bitch, you're not going to just run up on me, and I'm just going to be like, oh my God, please don't hurt me. I'm not going to do that. Like, Well, it's also like, um, like, what is it? Like, I was telling you, I was listening to Amanda Seals earlier, and she was saying that we have have this we have created this nation that or necessarily a world not necessarily just a nation but a world who sees the white woman as like um like they need to protect her and black women don't typically get that and so anytime you have to protect yourself it's something wrong with the fact that you even had the audacity to protect yourself right. when you will be left out there protecting yourself and nobody else will even you, see the need to protect for you protecting yourself right yes. And so I don't think people understand that it does come down to sometimes I'm left to protect me and my kids because whereas somebody may protect the little white lady and her kids if they see something and they want to interject, people aren't going to intercede or interject on our behalf for us. And so I do have to be a little bit louder. I do have to be a little bit stronger. I do have to, I mean, but I think that that goes back to black women, you know, they say in the medical field, like you have to speak up and you have to tell people, you have to be insistent and you have to know when it comes to your kids, advocating for your kids and advocating for yourself because people don't hear you. They consider us complainers. So they don't listen to you. Yeah, so they, when you go you know, in, they had a yeah. about that. I think they came about, came I was something like that recently where they said they don't listen to black women in, in the medical field because they feel like we're just complaining. And so if you're really sick, exactly. they're like, we're not, they don't really feel like we're really sick because we're just complaining about something. Like, it's like something extra for us to complain about. And I don't think that black women are necessarily complainers. I don't either. I think that it's just a matter of how they take us. Because I've had people who, if, um, I just, I've been in situations where I've just said, Hey, this is straight to the point, got to whatever I need to get to in business. And I've gotten complaints called in on me that I was being rude. But all I did was got straight to the point. I didn't say anything rude to you. 
a good morning, how are you, this is what we need to do, this is what needs to happen, this is what I'm going to do, and then I go on. And then you took it as rude, but I think that that's that, you know, that mindset of, hold on, Amanda sees, it's funny because she said it, she was like, um, black people change, black girls change their hair so much. And so she was like, it's this scene where, like, um, she's talking about this black girl who come in, last week she had her hair straightened, this week she came with dreadlocks, and she was in the elevator, oh my gosh, Becky was like, and I just didn't, I didn't notice her, didn't recognize her, and oh my gosh, now she thinks I'm a racist. But that's the problem. They are fucking victims. And and sometimes I'm just being straightforward and I'm getting things addressed and I'm doing business and I'm doing those kind of things and I'm just moving about. And you taking it personal and it's nothing personal. I don't even think shit about you when I got off the phone with you or when I hung up the phone with you. And I think that that becomes, because we are so get to the point abrupt, we say what we need to say, we're direct about and how we say things, all. and it intimidates the person. I think we person. just don't want to waste time. Right. We don't we don't wanna bullshit. And that ain't even all black women, you know, but yeah. I mean like for the me, ones for me it is too because I mean people I, I always say I come off like that even at work and I know how to turn it on because I, I turn it on eight to ten hours a day that person, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now am I kissing ass? No, no ma'am. I don't do that. No ma'am, they know me, they say, Oh, she's one of ones gonna tell you the truth. No ma'am, I'm not gonna kiss ass, not on the phone, not to my coworkers. I'm gonna tell you how it is, I'm gonna tell you how I feel. I'm not a complainer. I'm gonna be at work on time. They got been there nineteen years. I'm gonna do what I gotta do because I know how to turn it on professionalism. Do it all the time. The same but when I walk out that door, you know what I'm saying? I still know how to keep it ladylike until somebody pull me out that mood and that little hood get to creeping a little bit creeping. there that you know because i will to, be to, that friend right. that pe- y'all say you know I, I am gonna be the first one to probably fight i, I will say <laughs> i'm always being you know i kind of you know but i mean this is same here you know i'm gonna be the first one to if you you jump i'm jumping back at your ass you know like what she's not like, like you know, but see, she's no, no, i mean i'm thinking about the ones at the grenade well, oh my god that women was big as shit, girl. Oh, they was big. Nigga, they was old too. Girl, we went to. They was old, girl. They tried to say something to us, girl. That tell you story, taking off our ears. I said, we finna fight these. Have to fight these big old girl. girl. We was in there like, no, you're not gonna punk me. Bitch. And I think, and that's no, another thing is y'all don't understand. Like for me, people look at me like I'm this bougie little I bitch. Feel- no, that's how I feel like they looked at us. Yeah, because, because we was dressed up. We and was dressed we were, yeah, we and we were, we were young. You and know. we, they thought that we was probably younger than we were. Yeah, because they thought that they can kind of figure. They kept pushing us. They were some like, big bitches. Like is you, like is you pushing me? But see, that's the thing. I don't think people expect that from me until I open my mouth. It ain't and you ain't got to open your mouth. Then I shit. open my mouth and they like, oh no. It's that look. No. That's like Tanisha. I don't even remember that. She was like, you jumped out the car and she was like, that point, at that point I realized you were not going to let me get my ass whooped. No, like, and she said, at that point I realized that you had my back and you wasn't going to leave me out there by myself. And I said, I don't even remember that. And that's when you got to have good hood, them hood friends too because I'm telling you, sometimes you need them hood friends. You know, like some of our friends ain't so hood. Hold on, look. Look. And I need to step out of my carriage and be like, bitches, you talking to her? Right. You talking to, like, no, no, ma'am. That's not how it's going to be going down. You but know, that's, that's how it was, like, even at the Fox concert, and I appreciate um, my friend that was with me. Because, like, it was this chick, right? And and I don't know if she was just fucking me because I was older than her. But she kept bumping into me. She kept bumping into me. And I was like, do I need to move or something? 
I said, because you keep bumping into me. Like, she was dancing, just doing stupid shit. And so then she was dancing, then she did this to me. Oh, she got me the two middle fingers. And I and I just started laughing at the little bitch. Because she young. Like, I'm like, bitch, you like 20 years old. And so, I'll just start taking off my earrings and shit. And I'm just like, just just in case. But I told her little friend. Her friend was like, I'm so sorry, ma'am. Well, I hate, don't call me ma'am. But I'm not always ma'am in plots. Kind of okay. <laughs> Ma'am. She was like, I'm so sorry, ma'am. I said, you better get your little friend because I'm not going to fuck with her. That's so what I told little friend. The next thing I know, they were down. And Sh- but Shonda started taking off her shit. She was like, do we need to do something? Like, I knew that at that point, she had my back. Like, yes. like little little girl. Like, I, I I have too much to lose to mess with you, but but you're not going to run up on me. And you're not about to be disrespecting me. Like, I'm not And that's gonna, the other thing. Like, I need like, to you be in spaces sometimes where people have just as much to lose as I do. And that's exactly. the thing, like, you don't even, I have so, and so much I think that that's, And I think that's, that's probably where, the space that I'm going to be in. That's, 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 that's where I'm at. And that's the space yeah. that I, I get in. Lose. And I can't, not to say that everybody in the plum tree don't got nothing to lose. Or everybody but they probably, probably, but probably, but a lot of them don't have a lot to lose. And for me, I got a lot of shit to lose. So I can't yeah, be here, like I said. No. <laughs> 80, look, we the 20. <laughs> You so, said like, bitch, what? Right? I didn't talk before. <laughs> bitch, I've been to the county just last weekend. They ain't taking my food steps in my like, section. Really? Right? Like, so for me, like, I need to. You like Kevin Hart? No. She wasn't ready. So there was a time where I got to a point where in my life I was like, I just need to be in spaces with people that got just as much to lose. And we ain't finna go to jail. As I do, and they ain't trying to go to jail. Yeah. It's like, I'm not I'm trying, trying to, to go to jail. I gotta go to work in the morning. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I got two kids. And home. I gotta go get my kids. Like, like I can't, when I leave here, I need to be able to go back in home. In tree and deal with my kids. They let their kids at home. Bye. <laughs> if they had a kid. They let God wash their kids. You know what I'm saying? If, if they had a kid. If they have them. And they like, bitch, please, they work at home. McDonald's and they like bitch say something. That was in the county two weeks ago. They don't give a damn back going me? back. I'm bitch, not I just got out of the county yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I don't even need to deal with these kind of <laughs> yeah, problems. So to, you know what? Yeah. Let's let me not, save my ass at home. Right. You know, gotta, so, gotta you know, gotta you do your gotta pick your battles. And so for me, like like I said, I just ain't no punk. But yeah. you gotta pick your yeah. And I ain't a punk either. I mean, I'ma give to you shit. You know, sometimes I forget I got a job I gotta go to and two kids at home. Cause if you get too disrespectful, I'ma let you know you oh, got yeah. disrespectful. Yeah. But at the same time, I just don't need you to just be purposely disrespectful because you ain't got shit to lose. Cause bitch yeah. over here, I got and a lot not, of shit to lose over here. Because you and your girl, you and your homegirl hating. Yeah. And that's all that is. That's what that right. look like. Because you know what I'm saying? I'm in this space and bitch, you just looking and you hating. Like yeah, right. Because you have nothing. Like, like I don't if know. you work in, Mc- I mean, not knocking anybody working McDonald's, but you can go to Taco Bell tomorrow. And get <laughs> but okay. it, don't, it don't work like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and every right. don't work like that. Right. Don't. And, it's, and I ain't yeah. trying to lose my job because I'm in jail because I didn't have to fucking, you know, me and you didn't have to get down up in right. the plum tree. But, right. No, baby. Right. Uh, that's not what it looks like. No. Or yeah. 6000 or where, where else? Or wherever. What's the hell in the wild on 23rd? I don't even know if it's still Which open. Which one? Boots and Saddle? Boots and Saddle. Yeah. I think it's not open. Yes, but. it is. They moved. I know it burned down or whatever it was, but they, yeah, you know, they, they moved to the other home. They had it, yeah. Where, um, where the pager shop used to be, like right next uh-huh. to them, that little red building. That I mean, and I have been told so many times, bitch, you ain't all that, and I just get taught all of that. I don't get that when I'm out. I mean, I know my, my bougie spaces. I don't get that there. I don't get that, bitch, you think you better well, yeah, than. Because you're amongst. 
I mean, because I'm a monster. Well, I mean, because we all think we better than. I mean, but it's not even necessarily that thought process. But I mean, I am better than if you think that you're going to call me a bitch to tell me you think I'm better than you. If you knew how many times I've been in the club and been called a bitch because I don't want to talk to you or because I don't want to have an associate with you. I mean, like I said, I'm like Mika. Shit, Casanova's was one of our, our favorite spots. We was at Casanova's every Thursday. If it wasn't at Casanova's, we was at the let out. Every Thursday, we used to take naps and get up at one o'clock in the morning. Dante, no, Dante was using my ID. <laughs> Dante used to use my ID to go cast on Sunday. I was 16 going to cast on what you Dante? Like, who you with? Like, <laughs> Southside. <laughs> who you with? Girl, I don't know. So, I mean, like I said, okay. we was there all every weekend. I mean, every Man. week doing the cast and others thing, but oh, I just got tired of that plan. I just got uh, tired of that. What's your we used to get there, girl. We used to clean up on John Silver's baby. Had that food all set up in the uh, window. <laughs> Listen, we only take it. We cut the lights out. We only taking orders to order. You hear me, y'all? We ain't making no food. We got to get there by eleven. We got to go home, take a shower, and get the y'all, y'all was the, y'all was the black folks that didn't have the shit. Hold on, like it's nine o'clock and y'all got no, shit done. Mika, no, Mika, I was the manager. Mika was the manager, so yeah. we, we used to have like a little. So I used to have, have a little thing about it. Be like, hey, we ain't wasting no food. Y'all put that in. We cook it to order. We gonna park them, and so that way we can, y'all clean all that out because we gotta get to the club for a little. <laughs> you hear me? I go super pair and then go super downtown. We up in Casanova for a living. Like, hey, we used to get she used to come out here and pick me up. Heck yeah, but yeah, yeah. 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 My mom will be yeah. like this as long as she. I just got before. tired of that. For me, I was just like, I don't, I don't. That environment ain't for me. I'm good. I, I can do something. Like different. girls that be still fighting in the club. I can. Mm, I ain't with that. That's dumb. I, I don't want to. Ever be to a point where I gotta, you know, I gotta fight in the club. Like I didn't, I, I mean, I probably didn't want to come. That's the first thing. I came because it was something reason that I was there, and then I probably didn't want to got me an outfit, so I'm think I'm cute. And then I got to fight with you, and uh, listen, I got my kids, and you know, uh, and bitch, you ain't gonna punk me in the club. Right. But let's get this straight. Like you know, I didn't come here to fight with you, but I will. Right. I ain't trying to go to jail though. I ain't going to jail. I probably is. But what sucked though, like, I, you know, the whole time I was pregnant, I missed Casanova so much. And I couldn't wait to get birth. And as soon as I got birth, like, Casanova was closed. Closed. Yeah. They were closed. We was doing Lexus by then. We were doing yeah. Lexus. I never went to you Lexus. You never, never missed Lexus. Lexus. I always went to the parking lot of Lexus. Are you I serious? never went in Lexus. Girl, we, girl. I'll tell you, now, we never missed it. You we really? never missed I'll it. I'll take it back. I've been in Lexus one time, and I think I, I said I was never doing Lexus again because I realized it was one way in and one way out. Yes, ma'am. I don't even think about that. I was and like, I was like, but we was in there kicking it. I no, because that was just too much. Somebody, <laughs> somebody could have burnt that shit up, and everybody in that hole would have burnt up. That was when they were showing but all the pictures of people in clubs with the stuck in the doors. But you know, Lexus actually didn't use. So I don't remember a whole lot of fighting. Now Casanova, it seemed like Casanova yeah. might have. I, had, I, I got like, based to Casanova. Yeah, but I don't remember a whole lot being in Lexus. Don't get it twisted. I'm pretty sure it probably was, but I don't remember. Yeah, me neither. A whole lot, you know. Now we just always parking like pimp to at Lexus. Girl, we that's we used to do. Yeah, I didn't go at Lexus. You know, but they had all our peoples in there. Then again, the crowd that we was (laughs) y'all was y'all can relate to. We can relate to. So I'm like, Dante, you gonna be ready, girl? We went out out Thursday, Friday, and Saturday back in the day, girl. But it just be like you know the people you can relate to. Yeah. Again, you know you be in there and in that that space you be in, be like hell yeah. Hell to the yes, but you know now just ain't that space. You get so old, you know you get older, and, and you're like I'd rather go to Slick Willies, and I don't want to go to I just want to go to the lounge. Can we do a day party? Let's 
somebody have a day yes. party. Have a day party so I can come. Yeah. By 2 o'clock, I can leave. By 10 o'clock, I go get in bed. You know, I don't want to. I'm drunk wanna... enough. And if, and if me and my dude, we can go get it on. You know what I mean? By 10 o'clock, both of us can be in bed by 11. And by 11. <laughs> get up again at 2. Turn that yeah. ass. 2 a little bit longer. And then still get some in at 6 before we go to work. Yeah. That's what I that's need all in my life. life. That's all I want. I don't want the extra. And so that's what I need. I need me a dude, a good man who got hood tendencies. That's what they call him. Who know how to pull it out when he want to pull it out. Who got damn good sex. Because he done fucked him a few black girls. Mm-hmm. Not just them white Beckys. I need me some. I need me somebody that didn't exactly. have some experience. And then, you know, I, that that can be an all-around kind of guy. Like, so we can go to the business meeting because we both know how to turn it on. And off. And we know how to turn it off. That's so today I mean. we just got on t-shirt and jeans and our tennis shoes. We want to kick it, get something to drink. So we're going to go to the hole in the wall. We can go in the tree exactly. together. And I don't have to worry about whether or not if we in this hole, if he going to be a, if Are you going to feel some kind of way if somebody approaches us? Yes. Because we can go there. Right. Because we know how to, you know, we know how to switch it up. Right. That's all I need. Right. Just know how to switch it up. Because I can put my J's on in a minute and put my heels on the next minute. Right. I just need you to be versatile as well. And I feel comfortable in that space with you. So, I, I just be thinking, like, I don't know, hood nigga. I don't know. Mm, I, I, think, I think good niggas can be hood. And I think that's what we more want is for, you know, the good niggas that got a little hood in them. So, I don't know. I don't know where, you know... Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think, yeah, I think that we just, it's a stereotype, but I think that good men can be, they can have those kind of backgrounds that give them the demeanors to be humble. And I think that that's probably more of what we mean when we say a hood nigga, because don't get it wrong, guys that are from the hood, quote unquote, are usually pretty sensitive. They in touch with their, they can be in touch with their emotions. Um, they show interest in women. Now I can't tell you that the guys that I've dated that were some quote unquote hood niggas or whatever, they show a whole lot more interest than them dudes that's bougie. They gonna press the issue. They pressing it. So they showing, I mean, they want to call, they text in, they want to go out, they want to hang out. I don't have to worry about if I show up, if I got to pay, like, um, they, they giving Valentine's Day yes. gifts. They giving birthday gifts. They making them. They making it known that they have an interest in me. That they want you. Whereas right. some good might be kind of intimidated to even say that he even like you and want to take you. I don't even think that that's the yeah. thing. I think that there's this level of all oh, my life got to look like this first before I can tell someone that I care about. Like I think that there's just this level of guardedness for men who are like more prominent in the community who have like this. I don't know, because, like, I, dating them has been hard as hell. Like, you can't text, because if you text, I got to text you first. I got to lead the relationship. If I'm leading the relationship too many times, if I'm reaching out too many damn times, I don't think you can lead a household. Well, it goes back to, like, what I said, is that sometimes good men feel like they're hot commodity. And so they feel like, you know, you're not going to run into many men like me. So, I mean, so you better make it work. Yeah, right. you better make it work and do what you got to do because, you chasing you, because after you're me. in competition right. for me. Yes, right. Because I'm a good man. But you remember when I did try to talk to a good dude? Not too long. Well, I ain't going to say not too long ago. But it was before the relationship I'm in mm-hmm. now. It was in between, like, some other stuff mm-hmm. or whatever. So it was somebody um, that I knew from back in the day. And he is in the prison. Or whatever. And I was like, well, my brother's been to prison. He might be cool. But he was, like, having to do, like, all these drug tests. And, um, 
you know, just a bunch of shit. And I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> we gotta go past this shit. I oh, can't, no, I gotta reevaluate this shit. <laughs> no, you got like, an ankle bracelet on? Like, no. He didn't have an ankle bracelet, but he had to like take like drug tests like several times a week. And then he had to like take these classes. Because I guess he was like selling drugs or whatever. But I guess they do like this new thing now. Like if you sell drugs and you get caught, they have like these programs that you go to and you have to go to like counseling and you have to drug test, you know, and, and they test for alcohol and all this stuff so you can't have anything in your system. So his he, he we knew each other from way back in the day and his words sounded good. I'm like, okay, maybe he's changing his life. But at the end of the day, I'm like, well, what if he get caught up? Then he going to be looking at me to like go down there and bail him out. And I'm not, no, I'm not into that. You know, I ain't never into that. I'm not visiting. I tried it though. I didn't. I didn't do none of that. But I'm just saying, I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. But I, it was kind of like, what am I doing? But I think at that point, I was single for a minute, and it was oh, like, Lord. I was bored. And right. It was like, huh, maybe he not that she bad. Tried. You know how like you be giving people yeah, the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, trying to get benefit of the doubt. So maybe like, your hood um, and my hood need to match. So meaning that you need, you need to understand as much. You need to understand everything that you got to lose. Just like I understand everything I got to lose. You ain't coming to visit me at county, so I need you to understand that I'm not coming to visit you at county. I take care of my kids, so you need to be taking care of your kids. But those are just standards. Is, is, is it being hood, though? Like I said, is it being hood or just like what you're comfortable with? Just sorry shit. Or, or somebody who relates to you at the end of the day. At the end of the day, I still think it's like the whole attraction. Somebody just, that relates to you. It's just somebody who relates to you. So I need you to relate to me. We, call, all, it, we call it hood you know, because we grew up in the hood, some of us, but it's just... It's really girl, because if I'm on the phone with you, on the, okay, a good guy, for example, I'm on the phone with you, and then my kids is getting on my goddamn nerves. I'm like, sit your motherfucking ass. <laughs> sit your goddamn ass. I ain't going to tell you no more. And he like, well, damn, why'd you have to say it that way? Where a hood nigga going to be like, shit. What was I doing? You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not, yeah. yeah. You know, you're they get on your nerves. Like, yeah, but you know, some other, you know, that good thing, I'll be like, you you probably didn't have to do all that. Listen, don't tell me what I had to do. Because I'm not raising my kids like the, yes. like the Edmund women raise their kids. You hear me? I cuss at my I, I kids. Had, yeah, they gon' know. I talk, so, hold on, and if I get to that point, it's because I done told them about five Tommy, times. sit down. Right. <laughs> I done tried to turn it five times. Off, hold on, look, I started off with Sally. You heard me, and, then I, and I had to escalate to Shaniqua. Exactly. I went from Sally, and I had to escalate to Shirley. It had to get to that point because I didn't told yeah. them in the middle. Yes. Nicely, that, nicely to sit their asses down. Cause and anybody, got, mama named Shirley, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, don't mess with Shirley. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, no. I think I also um, can can appreciate the families that you, like, some, especially if they're not, like, extra, like, um, like, you not, like, hood, maybe I say that, and then, like, not extra bougie. Like, I don't want to have to go to your family to first meet your mama in my whole church shit ass because exactly. your mama looking at me like, oh my gosh, should I have to be like, the because I'm not going to be comfortable like that. I'm not going to be comfortable walking in and meet your mama dressed up in my Sunday's best unless we go going to church. <laughs> like, we went to church and I met your mama. I need you church. to be like, my, you know, you come meet my family. The first time you meet their family. You like, meet my family, I'm I, telling you. Right, I need you I, to be comfortable. I probably never felt good about having that good nigga around the family because my family... No matter which but size I love you your look family, at. even your grandma, like your yes. grandma, this made me feel so at home. I'm like, telling you, yes. <laughs> like you gotta be ready to come into my house, and if you got some type of 
demeanor where you just like all your life you have not been around that type of cursing drinking yeah i don't really smoking, curse too much you know whatever it looked like and you walk in and you like what the hell is this like this is what this is our family yeah i can't be <laughs> no, I like i mean i'm not saying i like those but i do but, but i'm just like, saying yeah you would i mean i'm okay yeah. with it where i can feel like i can come in there feel but like i don't want to Yes. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to meet somebody's family where I feel judged. Well, she don't talk. Good and enough. I slip up and say, "Oh shit!" Or maybe she's not gonna take you. You're the president of this of this company. She's not gonna be a good look. I'm gonna be like, "You damn sure right. I'm not. Okay. Just don't take it down." No, you but know? no. Uh, uh-uh, but that's where he come in. Right. So be like, I don't care what you got. To right. Say. I like this. But I need I, fuck over here. So. I need him to be that. Yeah. I definitely need him to be that. Because if he ain't that, then we ain't gonna work. Uh, exactly. No, not gonna work. If, he, if he's sitting there trying to change you to meet his parents' needs, it's not gonna. Or work. even to meet the standards that he held too. Like when That's you met me, you know mm-hmm. this is how I was. I'm not gonna change my standards just to go meet. Uh, I mean, right. now that's one thing. If I change because you grow me, because we talk about that a lot about men that come in and change women, because we know people who men have come in and completely changed everything about them, and you change friends, you change your clothes, you change your life, you everything about you changes because you're trying so hard to but fit into this better. corner. But I mean, that's one thing. I say that it's for the better, but. What is for the better? Does he know what's better for you? Because if he picking your friends, he picking your clothes, he picking your house, well, listen, he picking your. I say that, but what I mean for the better, like if you like, like you said, you change your your man's dress. Where yeah. he, if he used to dress like baggy and you know not really, I'm not gonna say not presentable, but you know if he dressed like that and he started dressing more, you know, to what she wanted him him to dress. Or like, I, if but I, I say, think that it should be your. I think that that should be a choice that you make, no, and not a choice that he exactly. makes for you. So if you're comfortable with him doing that well, for you, yeah, I think he was open. Thing. Yeah, he was open to but do you, it. So yeah. you gotta be, yeah. but not in a forced situation. So kind of like, like when I went to the empowerment, women's empowerment thing, and Kendall Turner, she talked about how her husband would like she wanted to wear pantsuits so bad, and she got into it with her husband because she was like, dresses are not me. Like, I don't think that it should be a point to where you get into it with somebody. Like, I want you to wear these fitted clothes. Even though you like baggy clothes, I mean, it should be a compromise somewhere. But don't, you know, we shouldn't be getting into it because I want you to wear fitted clothes and you want to wear baggy clothes. You know, because when I met you, you had on baggy clothes. So I need to kind of accept you where you are, but at the same time, be open-minded and kind of... You know, and which you should find out at the beginning if they. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Right. But if they're not, my thing is, I I think a lot of women will change themselves, and I think that that happens within the within our culture. Like people change themselves trying to fit into a particular crowd, and I feel like if that if you're doing that and you're doing that on your own, that's one thing. But I feel like if somebody, if every person you date. You a chameleon. You just changing yourself. So this man you date, he a pastor. So now you a pastor's wife. <laughs> this man you date, he 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 a soccer he a coach. Muslim. And so you a Muslim. So now you uh, what you call a thing around here? <laughs> you a Muslim over here. You a soccer coach because you date the you date. Exactly. I mean you a soccer exactly. mom because you date the soccer coach. You just fit the, and then you, you just, just fit the, the whatever yeah. it is you date. Oh, but it goes back to like when I told you I was dating whole dude and he wanted me to like show my breast more, but I. Was wasn't comfortable with showing my breasts more like you know wearing low-cut shirts i'm just yeah. not comfortable in that stuff and so and you know i tried it a couple times or whatever but it wasn't me and then he 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 grew to accept that that it wasn't me right but I, it, it had, had to be some compromise i try 
about it. I didn't like it. And, and now you accept exactly. it. Right. You know, but we don't need to be getting into it every time we go out somewhere where you're not showing your titties enough. Like, yeah. we don't you need to right. change somebody. You can't change. You know but what you saying? have to be open. But like you just you got as long as you open. Like, you know what I'm I mean, saying? I can say your openness is, is yeah. limited. Because, again, like I said, I don't want you coming in changing me to be trying to. Like, I don't want you coming in like, oh, she's cute. But she would be cuter if I did X, Y, and Z. Exactly. I don't really like those perspectives right. because I feel like you're not accepting me for me. Right. But I got, like, I got a homework you know, for y'all that got married, post, I think today, matter of fact, got married today. His wife, and he's not, you know, he's not a black guy. But his wife, I thought, and then me and my, some of my coworkers kind of talked about it. Because his wife made him go get a tan, a spray tan, Thursday. Like, he was like, okay. I was like, were you okay with it? You know? And he was like, well, yeah. Then I seen today on Facebook, she made him go get an exfoliate for his face. She was like, he's mad about it. She posted and tagged him. Like, he's mad about it. But she made him go get, like, a facial. I'm like, oh, you know. Don't make I don't understand. know, like, if it's something that you just don't want to do, like, me make you do it. I don't know about that. Like, right? I mean, I get, no. I get being open to things. Like, you're saying, I get that. Like, I get being open. Like, I should be open because we should be open to each other. And some things will help me grow. But I think that when you come in with this perspective that I'm going to change you into the person I want exactly. you to be, that's too much for me. Yeah. So, it's, it's one thing to be like, baby, I think you'll look nice in these, um, in this outfit. Exactly. And he'll be like, okay, I'll try it on. And he looking like, oh, you know, it do look yeah, good. Yeah, that should look Versus, good. Versus, yeah. I think you'll look nice in this outfit. In order for you to go with me, you better put this outfit on. You know, and he like, I don't want to wear it. Well, you, you better put it on. I went and bought you something and your clothes is on the bed waiting for you. When that's you get different. Here. Yeah, that's, that's different. different to me. But if you're open-minded to it, I think As long as you're fine. And I used to always, okay. you know, I go pick, I, I would pick his clothes out in a minute. You know, but I would always tailor it to his personality too. Right. So I'd be like, you know, I put him on a blazer. I put him on the button down, but he gonna wear jeans. He might wear a fitted cap, and he gonna wear his Air Force Ones. I still want you to be comfortable. I just need you. And if we're going so to touch somewhere, him for the touch of what you like, you heard right. me. Yeah, and that's a, a compromise. Yes, it is a compromise. Yeah, you know. So I mean, I always did it where you know something that's gonna make him feel comfortable. But I think blend in what I'm going to wear because I'm going to need me not to be in my heels and I'm all sassy and, you know, but I need you to put on this button down and this blazer because we, you know, we finna step out and you ain't got to wear no dress shoes. Put your, you know, go on and put, throw your, throw your all, all white Air Force. Well, I'm going to get you clean. But you know what I'm saying? I want you to feel comfortable being the person you are because I don't want right. to change you like that yeah. because who I fell in love with is with the person you are. I'm not trying to change you. Right. Yeah. So... So back to her men and sex though. What do y'all think good men do? Y'all think they just what do missionary? Missionary. <laughs> Turn around. I don't think that that's no, always I true. Think I think that there's more teaching that has to go into good men versus you good think men. So? See, I've never really had to. Okay, so I have, and I ain't gonna lie to you. I'd have been on some mattresses on the floor because the dick was just so good that I was like, we can change. <laughs> We can we can grow. I've never been I on can, a mattress. Before. I have. I've been on an earth mattress though. That's worse. That's worse. I'd have been on a mattress too on the earth mattress is even worse. They can right. even buy a real one. Right. You, you had to put me on an earth mattress. <laughs> <laughs> it was a double air mattress. It looked like a real bed. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. 
But she tried to she tried to pull that one. I ain't never been on a mattress on the floor, but I've been on an air mattress before. Nigga, he had to blow it up before. Right. <laughs> Put a little yeah. couple of sheets on it. And if, we, if we rock too hard, we may might go down. Yeah, that's worse. <laughs> that's that worse. Is actually worse. No. So no, I have I have I have been in some situations with some people, and I'd have been like, oh, I can't do this. Like, but I know my limits. So you become what we call a sexual situation versus somebody that I'm considering being anything something with. A so, sexual situation? A sexual situation. What is that? So you become something that um, only I can have sex with. <laughs> on the mattress on the floor. On the mattress <laughs> on the floor. I can come over. Hold on, look, I got to crawl up out that mattress off that floor because you know you're getting older. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> okay, if you're getting older, you shouldn't be on the mattress on the floor. First of all, that's true. That's true. I'm, I'm single as fuck, and if that dick is good and it ain't giving, ain't coming with too much. I ain't on that mattress on that floor, but we ain't. I'm not taking you home to my nah, mama. That that was some twenties. I ain't introducing like. you. Hold on, hold on. Look, what's they said? Hold on, look. We, we, just as long as the dick don't touch the heart, and you don't get stuck, and you have uh, you have healthy boundaries. That because either the mattress on the floor, or he in your bed, one of the two. But that good dick in situations, you can send him home. I'm not trying to be your wife. I ain't trying to have no kids with you. I ain't trying to be your wife. This ain't. I. How do you prevent good dick from touching the soul, though? Girl, that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. From touching that heart, because some of them because you be like, you be like, hold on, like, eventually he ain't got no job. And he ain't got no car. Oh, I can't do all of that. See, yeah. I think that's what I started doing. It wouldn't even like, be no situation if he didn't have, like, yeah, yeah, you got to start evaluating what's going on. If he didn't have a car, if he or didn't have no money coming in, no job, or a place, or to, stay. place to stay, yeah, that'd yeah. Okay, first of all, we can't even talk. Like, you doing something. Hold on, you, yeah. you know, oh, you're not doing enough. You're not doing enough? <laughs> then you got to borrow your sister's car to come to my house and. You talking about you didn't have no money so we couldn't go out to yeah. So it that's a wrap. They wouldn't even kick off. I wouldn't even turn down. Yeah, I wouldn't either. My bougie ass. Well, fuck it, go on. You just we just ain't gonna be nothing. But how can you even get turned on though? How, like, I what can't. do y'all have to talk about if he don't even have? A we ain't gotta talk. Like, if I gotta get up and go to bed in, in the morning, I gotta go to work, and he like, oh well, you know. <laughs> you get well, first of all, yeah, first of all, you set your limits. Like I said, yeah. it is a sexual situation. Meaning, all we do is fuck. But we don't you need have nothing to, in common. So, nope. Stop talking. That's when you stop. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, we gotta have something in common. Okay, so that's the thing. So that's why I know we different. And that's why I can see that's why my situationships can be situationships. When I start talking to you and connecting to you and becoming intimate with you in other ways outside of sex, that's when you start touching my heart. Sex for me, like your dick can't touch my heart. See, yeah, just if we just fucking, if we just fucking, I don't have yeah, it can't no, touch my heart. Either. It ain't touching my heart. It ain't I don't, no, I don't want the no dick, no job dick either. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, but I'm just saying, no dick can't touch my heart. But if you'd have been, I mean, I just I can't. Let me not say the no job dick. Let me let me say that you ain't got no money coming in. <laughs> okay, so you can't be like you can't be so broke that I gotta come get you and shit like that. We ain't doing all of that or kind I gotta of shit. Pay for or food, I gotta pay for the money, money, or you gotta try to borrow my car, or you can't be broke like that then you gotta have a source of income a place to stay a car to drive 
and some ambition. Now, whether or not you you may be on the on the corner every day doing whatever you do, I ain't gonna ask no questions. No, you can't be because on the corner either. I but I don't care because you are no, sit you you are a sexual situation for me, so I can separate. But that. is sex really that good that you accept the Depending on, on where it comes from, on no. the corner. Not like sitting on the corner with a sign. You know what I mean. Like, you know, I'm, not, I'm talking about a hustle. I ain't I talking about a nigga that's sitting on the corner with a sign. I ain't talking about no nigga sitting on the side of the corner with no sign. Like, no, that doesn't turn me on either. You on Section 8, that shit ain't gonna turn me on. You on food stamps, that shit ain't gonna turn me on. And if your shit ain't up to date, that shit ain't gonna turn me on either. But, yeah, if you a hustler, it looks good. You drive a nice little decent car. You, I mean, but he, chicks, don't, have, he don't have a car. He's sleeping on a mattress with Jordans lined around it. I mean, yeah. some niggas sitting on Jordan, sitting on. Hold on, first of all, some of the niggas is driving Camaros, sitting sleeping on a mattress with Jordans around the damn mattress. But he got a car. Look, he got he a got car. car. <laughs> Okay, so there are levels to this shit. I'm not fucking no homeless man. Not exactly. doing that. Exactly. And I ain't fucking nobody with zero ambition. But you gotta you better have some type of ambition. Yes, you need some level of ambition. But at this point, I don't have I'm not trying to become your wife. No. So that's probably, not what type of space I'm, we right. in. This ain't no space where I'm trying to be your girlfriend, your wife. I ain't having no kids by you. We ain't doing that kind of shit here. Exactly. We just sexual situation. I don't need to get to know too much about you and you ain't got to know a whole lot about me. Because I ain't trying to get that connected to this shit. Because when I get up and leave, it's like, alright, then I'm going to holler at you. And then I might holler at you next month. I'll see you later. See you later. Bye. <laughs> and, and I'm not asking too many questions and we're going to go on about our business. Right. And those happen to be situations situations when I'm single 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 like hold on I said it three times so that mean like single 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 damn and I, I heard the doubles but I didn't hear the triple single 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 <laughs> meaning <laughs> for real single for real single for real for and real ain't no single. situations on the other head ain't nobody on the foresight ain't nobody in the background and I'm like shit I gotta give it how I live that's how I function I ain't gonna lie I'm I like a live my situation I, I don't have no yeah I'm living my best life I ain't got no problem we good that's, that's what the conference was about yesterday, living your best life. Was it? Was it? Mm-hmm. It wasn't, when I wasn't no hood, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, it did. So it wasn't no oh, hood, okay. But it, it said live your truth. Live your truth. So okay. if your truth is what, an, okay, so say if you a woman and you, and what looks good is this good dude next to you that you don't even like. Like, he ain't even like really for you, but he looked but good. The pre- but the presentation, the presentation of it. looked good. Exactly. And so like, like what the speaker was saying, she was like, I was dying inside because what I had going on, it looked good to everybody else, but I was killing myself inside and it didn't make me happy. And so she True. was like, live your personal truth on what make you happy. So if a hood dude make you happy and he the hoodest dude around her, he ain't got no job and all that stuff, but he laying the pipe and he take care of the kids. somebody because you feel like it's a certain presentation that you have to have. Some people are with people some because people, it's ideal it's, and it looks good. But and it not, looks good but that's not what they have to be with. That's the truth though. So what she was saying she wanted to be with a woman and so she was like but she was being with this man because he looked good. And so she said she was I mean once she she said you're not living unless you're free. 
Exactly. Which is true. That's like true. you're really killing yourself. So she said she felt like she was killing herself. Like don't be with that man because he wore a suit and tie. Yeah, and you she, know that's right. what you can bring home, and everybody gonna be like, okay, yeah. if that's not what's gonna make you happy, and yeah. that's not what you need, then don't do it. So right. she said, you know, do what floats your boat. Yeah. So she was like, I was in Charlotte Rules, and she said I had to look at the mannequin in order to dress because it's what you know how people wanted her to be and she was like exactly. it wasn't me and so it's and basically what she was saying is be yourself live your truth so if your truth is i know y'all said don't listen to my advice but that is some <laughs> people's truth though to like that is what they like that is like what I you mean, like yeah and like if you like you somebody like. that's hood don't really have a job but they really taking care of the household and you're i mean you know what is it the breadwinner no in your mind <laughs> only in your mind no. only in us in your yeah. mind and do what you do like whatever makes you happy don't do what makes what everybody else thinks yeah. that you should do Make do what makes you happy I, yeah. I believe that now. I mean so again I do what makes me happy and every now and then I got a good man a hood and good touch I don't have a hood man I have so a good man he's like, he, he can put it down enough yes. for me to be satisfied enough to go on by my way but I like hood men too yeah I got a good man yeah, I I actually can say that I have in the experiences that I've had, not just necessarily hanging out in certain places, but that I've been blessed to be able to be in surroundings where I've met a combination of both, mm-hmm. where I can be somewhere where the guy who dresses up in a suit, but he's not so bougie that I can't have a conversation with him or that I can't connect with him. We can relate really well. And the situations that we, you know, when we end situations or when something comes up, I can trust him to address that situation. Um, he got a job. He take care of himself. You know, things like that. So I have been blessed to have men like that. And I think at the end of the day, women just want to feel protected. I mean, at the and end love, of the day. And love, they want to be feel like they right. cared about. Because some of them hood niggas is texting you in the morning like, good morning, beautiful, where the other one is too busy. Because you know what I'm saying, he's he doing this and dollar. doing that. Yeah, he chasing the dog. Or, or that or hood, he's a hot commodity. You heard right. me? Where that hood nigga taking that time out that morning to be like, have a good day, beautiful, or have you know what I'm and saying? And that's the thing. Like it, it's it's really where you getting your attention from. It like is. who's giving me the most attention? Well, who making me feel good? Yeah, and want it and appreciate it. You so know, it's what funny because um, James always say his grandma say, "How do a broke nigga make you wet?" And uh, to me, I feel like. Um, Sometimes I think where we run into this where, you know, people be like, how these good girls end up with these hood niggas and she got this dude that ain't got shit. He ain't doing nothing. And I think a lot of it is comparing yourself to what he is and who you are. And you may want to evaluate what he did that satisfied her enough to be with him. Because we look at like Tony Braxton and Birdman. But sometimes exactly. when you know what, when you think about it, people from the hood don't have don't have that love. They don't get that love that they need. From their from their household, and so they seek that outside, outside of, that. of the house. And mm-hmm. so when you get a woman who is like really down for you and for you, like they show, they and you recognize it, and they and, they're, and they're appreciative. They you reciprocate that same yes, love to true. you, and they like this is my girl. Like right. you know, she loves she me, down for me, yeah, she ride for me, she gonna ride for me. Yeah, yeah. So some people, that's that's the thing. Like a lot of hood people, like they grew up with parents who are on drugs and on this and on that. And they don't get that. And so it's like when they find that, That's it's true. like they down for that. Like, this, okay, this is me. This like, is I'm not used to right. this. This is what exactly. I want. This is a problem. This is what I, I want. appreciate exactly. that. Yeah. Whereas, you know, somebody who has had it all their life, 
don't know how to appreciate what it is when it comes to them exactly. or they're so particular oh she got to have curly hair and light skin to love me right. like this or to be down for me like this because i have said on several occasions that i think that some situations where men end up with <laughs> where men end up with women and have men have these women problems where you see like men who look like they got their stuff together and who are all because they're so selective in who can love them and who they can love Whereas, you know, I don't think that every man is... I think that some guys come into this and say, you know what, she down for me. She ride for me. She love me. She take care of our kids. But then it has she, to look good, right. too. With right. Certain, with certain men, if yes. you don't fit the part, right. then you, it doesn't matter exactly. what kind of woman you are or how you make me right. feel. If you don't fit the part, then I can't, I can't deal with you. Right. Exactly. That's it's true. that checklist shit. It yes. is a checklist. And I'm going to say this. Hood niggas don't typically have a checklist. I think they do. I don't think so. I don't think they, they don't do. think so. I Not think like so, the checklist, no. like, oh, she got to do this. She got to have this. But you know what? Because when like I met this. my husband, y'all know the first thing he asked me. He asked me my name. And the second question that he asked me, which tripped me the hell out, is where do you work? You know what? Now that you say that, when I met the, the kind of hood person that I was dealing with, they, they kind of did that too. They said, you like, have to have something going on. Because he said that. But why? I think that it's just a matter of how many women they, okay, so then say this. If you're a hood nigga, you probably run into... <laughs> Some um, pretty questionable women. women yes, because so you probably do want to make sure that so she maybe got everything in line. So maybe your checklist is maybe like shorter than. Maybe we can say your checklist is a little shorter. Maybe your checklist I don't know, is. They got I need one. you to be. You know, I ain't I gonna say to, all of them have one, but I'm gonna say they got one because that was the first thing that he asked me, and it was a fact. Maybe a fact that I wasn't looking for his money, and I held my own. And you know what I'm saying? That I wasn't just this woman that was out there just doing anything. But that, that definitely was probably my name. And that second question was, where do you work? He sure did. And like I said, I think sometimes that may just have something to do with the fact that I want to make sure that I'm not having to try to take care of you. That you can take care of exactly. you. Exactly. And that we can build into whatever we need to build into. And you're not dependent on me. So your, your car ain't getting repo. Your Section 8 and you ain't getting thrown out your Section 8 house. Your food stamps ain't running out. You depending on me to try to feed your kids. So I think that there is a level of standard. So I don't necessarily say that that's particularly a... Checklist. I, I think that that's more of a standard. Kind of like a yeah, because hopefully, yeah. Yeah. if they ain't got standards, then you probably don't want to mess with them no way. Right. Yeah. And then sometimes some men, even though like they have that lifestyle, they're looking for a woman to kind of keep them on that straight and narrow. Yeah. So because I mean, kind of like when you think about it, like power, for example, and Ghost, he wanted exactly. to exactly. He wanted. He was like, you know, I'm trying to get out the game. I want to start getting into the nightclub business. She's like, no, this is the lifestyle you created. You need to keep hustling. But he, I think he was attracted to Angela because, you know, she had a job and she was more on the straight and narrow path versus Tasha, which was like, you know, you need to keep hustling. Right. So I think sometimes when a man gets to a certain point, they want somebody to keep them on that straight and narrow versus on that. That's true. Because I was watching, path. what was right. it? They, they can't always change themselves, but it's like, okay, but if I have a woman who's motivating me to change, right. then maybe I can, you right. know, start changing. I was watching, I think, what was it? One of them loving hip hops and they said, you know... Basically, a woman, even them hood dudes, need a woman to basically even keep them afloat and keep them going and keep them where they ain't in trouble. You know what right. I'm saying? Because they're going to keep them with a level mind. They're going to be exactly. like, well, listen, you know, you, you, you probably don't want to do that. Because I promise to God, I think, you know, me and my husband being long as we did, he probably lived. He's still in this world probably because we together. Right. Because he had me in that era a lot of them times. And I'm like, hell no, no. 
No, no. But what if you had a hood girl that was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna say just hood girl, but I'm gonna say hood girl. Hood girl that's like, yeah, go out there and do it. Exactly. Go, go run that. And lit. I'm in your ear. You you go constantly you constantly right. saying that I'm in your ear and it's getting on your nerves. But I be damn. I bet you thinking about it. Right. I exactly. bet when you pulled off this ass and I cussed your ass out about leaving and I said, nah, you don't need to go after. I bet your ass was thinking about it. Right. Like you know, maybe I shouldn't. You know, they just need, sometimes they need that, you know what I'm saying? Grounded, that woman. Somebody yeah, because somebody that's grounded and keeping you on that straight and narrow where you think about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the reason you probably still, there's a probably reason he's still living. And I think that's the only reason why my brothers are doing so well right now is because they have women who keep them grounded and keep them focused on, exactly. like, y'all, you know, you're not going back to this. And I'm not saying that they want to go back to it, but you don't you don't want to, but whoever you're around, they'll motivate you. Yes, so if you will. have a, a woman that motivates you to do bad, you're going to do bad. But if you have a woman that's motivating you to do good, then you'll do good. Like, I got your back with whatever it looks like. Right. right. Like, I got your and back whatever that, we, that looks like. We all need to have those standards, but also recognize when you are a motivator and when you are an enabler. Exactly. You have to know the difference. Oh, there's definitely. And I think difference. that you know, well, as know women, right? As women, we think we're motivating someone with an enabling, right? Exactly. And you know, and you're not necessarily giving him the tools to be able to get out here and do it on his own. You're pretty much creating a a crush for him, and he's and you're carrying him along the way. So I do think that we need to understand that. I don't think it's anything wrong with either man. I think it's just no, whatever no, no, preference, no. whatever you prefer. Um, I think that, like I said, I've had experiences with both. I, I, my experiences are my experiences. You know, um, am I going to judge you because you got a mattress on the floor and you got, if you got Jordans all around that hole, I might say something. But if you say, look, I've had Jordans then when I'm then from my 20s, because, you know, our feet ain't grown. If you got Jordans exactly. all over your room and you got a mattress on your floor and you tell me you hustling and try to get your, your business off the ground, I'm going to, that's one thing. I'm not, I'm not going to have no problem. Yeah. I'm going to stand, stand behind that exactly. and say, okay, you know what, I get it. You know, because it's more important to get your business off the ground than it is to buy a bed frame. I get that part, you know, because this nigga's out here with bed frames and Jordans and a Camaro outside that ain't got a dime in their savings. Exactly. But if you hustling and you're not, you don't have any other future goals in mind, and that's like, this is your only vision is to have this mattress on the floor in your Jordans and you right. don't have any other, like, you're not thinking about business. Because my thing is, if you can sit here and hustle, you can run a business. You're an entrepreneur yeah, you at that right. point. You know, at that point, it's money, just, yeah. But you need somebody to push you to, like, like, let you know, hey, I mean, I know you're, basically, you're an entrepreneur because you're out here selling drugs, you're getting customers, but do that in a different way. Right. So, people sometimes, I mean, it's a lot of people that I need here, a push. It's a lot of people out here that um, were drug dealers and all this stuff who, you know, were, you know, in the streets, but they're entrepreneurs and business owners now. Right. Because they still have that mentality, but they redirected their focus into something more positive and legal. Exactly. They right. went from that hood nigga to that good nigga. Right. Exactly. You hear me? Because there's a lot of niggas I know that didn't went not necessarily from hood to good niggas. Exactly. Right. Like I said, and again, with that being said, you know, they, 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 the good men, they them good daddies, good husbands. Right. You know, somebody that you can be like, damn, you know, it can be done. Right. So it can definitely exactly. be done. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, but for men that always ask, like, why does why do women do this or why do women do that? A lot of it is, I mean, if you are you paying attention to me, what is your what is your end goal? Because you may see him as one thing, but I may know him as another because we intimately know each other. Um, so you judging that situ- that situation and you judging that space, trying to figure out where you fit in, and you may want to stop and question yourself: what is going on that she wouldn't be attracted to me? That's true. Yeah. So. Well, anyway, 
It's been good. It has been a good time. So, um, so y'all know how to get us SoundCloud Mocha Tea Podcast, and we got something coming up next weekend. So we will, we will. IG (laughs) Mocha Tea underscore podcast, (laughs) Facebook Mocha Tea Podcast. And Twitter, Mocha Tea Podcast. But next weekend, look out for us. Next we weekend. We got something for y'all. We coming for y'all. Y'all gonna be surprised. <laughs> so let me put this disclaimer out. I'm not a photogenic person and I don't want to take any pictures. First of all, we're not going to speak that wait, to wait, my wait. life. This is Dante. But I'm going to try to be sexy for the camera. <laughs> I know we're gonna, we ain't gonna let her speak that time. Yeah, like, she about to have it, a couple shots baby. to loosen her on up, and we're gonna get it. Next weekend, we're gonna talk about this because y'all gonna wait. I'm wait, dreading. I'm wait. dreading this photo shoot. Dante but we ain't. We, we ain't ready. At all. We ready. We ready. We, we gonna bring the fire. fire. We bringing the fire, baby. So, thank at you. At least I you. got two ladies bringing the fire. And y'all, maybe y'all motivated. We me. is. Yes, we motivate. Wait till you see it. She's gonna be like, hell look. If we need to start off with some mimosas in the morning as we get this makeup done and go on down <laughs> to real. some shots before this. Um, Baby, I bet them pictures we be on there giving some. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you, I'm going to need you. No, to, not that. We be giving it light, then. They be like, they fun. And they be like, what the hell is going on? Like, what's going on with y'all? We just got to keep our photographer in it. We right. got this. We right. got we this. Got this. We got be, this. A, be aware we will be having our Yes. On all platforms. Once we get them out, we gonna we, get we, them out. We, we going we going hard. Yeah, we're gonna expand to like different platforms as well. We is. Yeah. So we're getting it together. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Bye bye, y'all. Peace.